One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Welcome into episode six of BLT Bets. Yes. No B today, though. Just LNT. Just lettuce and tomato. Um, no bag milk today on the show, but uh, we are here to talk a little betting, and we will definitely be hitting on uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. That's definitely high up on the list. Mm-hmm. I got I got some baseball takes that I got to get out of the way, but first, we'll go through all the series. That's probably a good plan here. But I want to start with last night in Edmonton, Oilers, Flames, wild one. The over is hitting, you know, with with some consistency in this series. Uh, When you consider last night, it hit. uh, It didn't hit in game three, but games one and two, it both hit pretty easily as well. Um, But I had one of the best betting feelings ever. And it's when you cash on a free bet. Um, I had a $10 free ticket. Mm -hmm. And my belief is when a sports book is kind enough to give you that free ticket, you need to try make it hurt as much as you possibly can. You got to go high. Like yeah. With mine, I went with McDavid two or more goals, which was plus 800. Right. So, so there you go. That's a pretty good one. And you went with? Ryan Nugent Hopkins to score first at 16 to one. That's crazy. I put it in our community chat. Um, I was fired up in the press box as Nugent Hopkins found the back of the net. 20 some odd seconds in. Um, I posted about it, like I said, in our Twitter community. If you haven't joined that yet, uh, you should. We have a good time in there talking betting. Um, but yeah, Nugent Hopkins scores first, and I turn that $10 free bet into $160. It's got to be a great feeling. It's the best feeling ever. Like, if that was my own $10 and I did it, I would have been like fired up. Nice. It's like, nice, I nailed yeah. it. Let's go. But the fact that it was free money <laughs> makes it feel that much better. I have a friend. His name is Justin. Shout out Justin. And he he hits his free bets like consistently. It's kind of crazy. And he hits them on like big ones too. Let me see if I can pull up a couple. But he had when Kane scored his what was it? His hat trick against yeah. LA. He had a free bet on that one and he hit it. On Kane to score a hattie. Um, it's Kane to score a hat. So probably like 29 to 1, right? Yeah, it was really high. He had a free bet on an exact score in like some random game. I can't remember uh-huh. what it was. And then also, this one wasn't a free bet, but I'm going to shout it out anyway. He put $1 on Nazim Kadri to score a hat trick, and wow, he won good. $226. It was $226. It was 226 Let me find the exact one, but that's what he did. And I was like, <laughs> holy smokes. So he put that on before the game started, and then, yeah. yeah, won 200 and whatever it was. Let's see if I can pull up quickly here. But it was, oh, there it is. So he put $1.50 on, okay. and he won $226.50. At plus fifteen thousand to score three or more. That's insane. There it is. Look at that. Yeah, it's a real ticket. God damn, that is uh, 
You got to be adventurous sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you do just need to get a little bit weird. I could understand maybe some people who are like, no, if you get like the free bet, you know, play it safe, just get that free money into your account. But that's not my mindset. That was my motto when I cashed out on St. Louis. Look at me now still losing that bet but I wasn't scared anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that as well. Cause St. Louis, Colorado play tonight. Um, Edmonton, Calgary, when Edmonton went down one, nothing in this series, we, or there were conversations about yeah, if anyone could make this series short, it's going to be Calgary. Mm-hmm. You know, they look great. They scored nine goals. And yeah. It was kind of like, Oh, well, Edmonton gave up or Markstrom gave up six, but there's no way he's that bad in a second straight game. And uh, I was like, Oh, there's no way he's that bad in a third straight game. And then a fourth straight game. Like it is wild. Like the Stanley cup playoffs every year, it's wildly unpredictable. Yeah. Yet we sit here and we make our bets and we do all this stuff. And we're like, nah, I got a good read on this. You never have a good read. And this Edmonton Calgary series specifically after what happened in game one mm-hmm. is a great example of that. Yeah. I think especially after game one, two, with the six goals the Oilers scored, it almost felt like it was one of those games where the score was just so out of reach at a time for Edmonton yeah. that Calgary just shut off. And I think that was kind of what everyone thought after the game as yeah. well. And it's like, ah, oh, we'll turn up now. You're up however much to nothing. Yeah. And you kind of go like, ah, yeah. Yeah. But now, it, what are we going into game five? The Oilers mm-hmm. are up 3-1 and Jacob Markstrom, to be fair, he probably played well yesterday. I'll yeah, say, like, would you say his game yesterday was better than game four or game three or game three was better? I might actually think uh, game three was slightly better for yeah, he had a game pulled. He had a better save percentage and he did get yanked, but like the goals he gave up, ah, the goals he gave up in game four, the nude one behind the net. I get there's a little bit of bad luck involved there, but you can't make that play 20 no, seconds in a game. Yeah. Got to be safer than that. The Kane one deflected off a stick, so maybe you're not that mad at that yeah. one. The, or the Hyman one was just a chance in front. The nude one was a rebound where the D man should have had him. I don't really fault him. I fault him on the first one for yeah, sure. Maybe the, the Kane one, but not really. So yeah, the other three weren't really his fault. And then he was excellent. He kept them in yeah, that game down the, the stretch. Save on dry saddle right before Rasmus Anderson scored, <laughs> which we won't. Well, we'll talk about it. Maybe but whatever. Um, yeah. Like that was a huge save. Yeah. The flames on the live money line right before that Anderson goal were plus seven seventy. No way. On oh, God, that's what I saw in the book. Really? I looked at plus seven seven. I know because I looked at it and I was like, "Damn it!" If I wasn't an Oilers fan, <laughs> I would be hammering that. And then I looked down and I see the Anderson goal go in. They had all the momentum. They had all the momentum. I mean, you're down three nothing. You make it a one goal game. Automatically, the other team is always back on their heels. Like that's a spot where I'd love to know the numbers of like if if you were to live bet because I know that's a strategy in the NBA all the time, right? Yeah, is yeah. if the favorite goes down. And Bad there's man. a run. There's always going to be a run in an NBA or most time there's a run most in an time, NBA game yeah. where one, each team will be like, yeah, 12 and a run. If you can time your live bets like that, I wonder if there's something like that in hockey. I wonder if the sports books have ever watched, you know, this game, because how many times have we seen this team blow three nothing leads and also playoffs? come back from, from yeah, leads. Yeah, true. Yeah. But like that Anaheim game will haunt me for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. And just every time, the Oilers the Winnipeg that, game too. The Winnipeg game. I'd like to push that one out of my mind, that whole mm-hmm. series, to be honest. Um, but the Anaheim one, yeah, like that every time something like this happens, I just think back to that moment of Corey Paris out in, in overtime after they had won everything and the Kessler pad hold, but maybe we shouldn't go too deep into that. <laughs> okay, so when the Oilers got the power play with eleven minutes to go, Calgary was plus seven ten. 
on the money line. Edmonton was minus 1,111. And then Anderson scored. He was plus 770 to score. And then the Oilers eventually sealed it up. Nuge, you would have found him at around 20 to one to have a two goal game. Um, he finds the back of the net. Evander Kane ends up scoring the empty netter as well. Uh, the Oilers were favorites in that game. I, I got a DM from someone about how hard they were sweating out that Evander Kane empty net goal. And I'm going to try find it now because I missed it. To have two or to like the next goal. So they had like Oilers puck line. Um, Oilers puck. Oh, his bench. Bench on Twitter. DM me. So he had a same game parlay at plus 375. That was the Oilers being the last team to score, the Oilers to win the first, and the Oilers to score over four and a half goals. Wow. So he nailed that. Yeah. And then he had another same game parlay with, and I love, this is just so random, Evander Kane to score parlayed with there being an even number of goals in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Like what even goes into that? You know, yeah. You know what? I've never bet on even or odd goals. I would imagine it's like a fun rush late in the game when the goalie comes out. I did it once by accident. <laughs> I thought, what did you think you were doing? So it wasn't even or odd goals, but it was, I thought I was, I misclicked. I thought I was clicking on the Oilers to score four or more goals. But what I actually did was the Oilers to score the fourth goal in the uh, game, okay. which was the most random one. And it was when they lost to Montreal. I think it was, yeah, it was this season. They lost to Montreal. Oh, yeah. it was one of the better teams. And they were getting smoked. And I hit the bet because the Oilers scored the fourth goal, but I'm pretty sure they lost like six. They were like down three nothing and then scored the next one. Yeah, that's what it was. was oh, well, that was a nice pick me up after watching this team get destroyed by this. So team. the reverse of that is our boy, Chris Chalmers from Oilers nation had a story the other night of betting on McDavid to score in the Oilers to win. Mm. And they did. So he went back, checked his account and he was like, what the hell? My bet's not there. He was like, "Fuck! I must've closed my app before the bet fully went through. It didn't go through. So then the next game he goes, cause that would have been game two. So game three in the series, he goes, well, I'll just bet it again. And then yeah. it doesn't hit. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. And that McDavid's how, gone back to back games without a goal. So you know he's probably doing game five. Yeah. McDavid is scoring game five is an auto bet. How about uh Bated Brad? Have you heard about his recent strategy? The well sports cards? Yeah. So he opened a pack of hockey cards yeah. and there was a Duncan Keith card in there. Duncan Keith, and he bet on Duncan Keith to score in game two, which was a plus one thousand. And I don't know how much you put on it, but whatever you put on it, he won and he was very happy at the Oilers Nation watch party at the pint. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was wild. When he told me his logic, I was like, man, that is, that is peak sports betting shit right there. Being like, you know what? I got a hunch here. I got a hockey card. I kind of want to try it. I think I might like, I don't You're know. You're going to go like run by a Walmart and just open packs. And I you already get buy them. Yeah. Fair enough. May as well. Like see what happens. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll start next season when the whole field is open again. And just like whoever the first card out, that's who I'll make my bet on. All right. Yeah, I don't hate stay it. Stay tuned for that one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay locked in in our Twitter community and let us yes. know if you have any weird, like what's your weird superstitions? Because mm-hmm. I think everyone's kind of got them, right? Just for betting? Yeah, just for oh, betting. Okay, because I have some weird superstitions. Yeah, I know you do. You're, you're, you're built like that. Um, let's move on to another series that you've had success betting on. Yesterday, yes. the Rangers tied the series 2 2. You love. I love betting on Carolina to lose away. And they are dog shit on the road. It is so weird. I can't, they, they were saying on the broadcast yesterday, by the way, this series has been horrendous. Super so boring. boring. Like I can't no, bring myself to watch a I, full game. I watch it. I put it on my iPad and I watch something else. And I just kind of look at the corner of my eye, but 
they were saying on the broadcast when I really tuned into it at the end that this has never happened. Like no team has ever won the first six games at home and then lost the next five on the road in the playoffs. Like to start the thing. It's just so they're a completely different team. So yeah, what I do is I bet on the Rangers or even when they were playing, who'd they play in the first round again? Boston. Boston. I would just bet on Carolina to lose away. And also Igor saves is quite successful because there was a stat. I think Mike McKenna actually tweeted out. Yeah. When Shosturkin makes 30 or more saves, the Rangers win in the playoffs and his saves was 29 and a half. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to bet the Rangers to win by that logic, I should just bet Igor to have the saves and he finished with 30. Exactly. So I barely hit it. Yeah. That's a good one. The philosophy lives on. I've missed the Mike Smith save prop by one or two in back-to-back games. It's heartbreaking, but the Canes at home so far in the playoffs, like you said, they are six and zero. in those games. They've scored 22 goals. So six, 12, 18, three point some 3.4, 3.5 goals a game. That's a little bit higher than that. Actually, I did bad math on the road, two goals, two goals, two goals, one goal, one goal in five games. They've scored eight goals. Sebastian Ajo has, Eight points so far in the postseason on the, on home ice. Nono on the road. One in five road games. Wow, that's nuts. It's crazy. Like that's why. But here's the thing: one of these trends has to end eventually. Either the Rangers find a way to steal one at home, or sorry, steal one in Carolina, or the Canes finally put the road demons behind them. I think the more likely outcome is the Rangers stealing one in Carolina. Igor's playing out of his mind. Ranta is slipping. And when you go to this series, what were the two wins for Carolina on home ice? A 2-1 road win. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, a 2-1 overtime win on home ice. Which New York should have put away. Yeah. Because they missed that empty net by Capo. They should have. And the next game was a 1-0 victory. There was an empty netter, so it's 2-0. Ajo scored with two seconds left in the game, Mm -hmm. which would be one of his home goals in the playoffs. So basically two one-goal games that the Rangers very well could have put away. The wins for the Rangers, 3-1 in game three. There was an empty netter there. Mm-hmm. So, okay, another one. And then, but they were good, like much, much better yeah. in game four. They got the offense going. I like their offensive pieces actually more than I like Carolina's. And I just yeah, think more. it's been, I know they've all been kind of tight and low scoring, but Igor's rolling. And I think the Rangers offense is starting to get going. I'm... I'm looking at them as plus 125 dogs in game five on the road. Would you bet on them to win the series then? What is it right now? I don't even know. That just came onto my head. Uh, uh, they are plus, see, no, I wouldn't then because they're plus 120 to, to win the series, right? So if you were yeah. to, let's say, let's assume they stay at plus 120. I'm just double checking those odds over with our friends at uh, Points Bet Canada. Shout out to Points Bet Canada. Yeah, sorry, plus 130 to win the series. Mm-hmm. So you can get a plus 130 to win the series. If you just assume that those are going to be their odds for the final three games, probably just bet them just on the money line the next yeah. few games here. And if they win in six, then you're laughing because you've nailed 10 That's plus true. 130 bets. Yeah. Like they win in seven, I guess you've lost a little and, and the calculation's different. But I think I just, I, I would play them to win each game here. I just pulled up Shusterkin's stats just for the overall. So he had a lot of criticism in the first series, yeah. which is probably fair. But when you actually look back at it, really only had two bad games. A game. Game three had 733 save percentage. Mm-hmm. Not good. No. Allowed four goals on 15 shots. Game four, he had an 800 save percentage, allowed six goals on 30 shots. But then after that, 906, 912, 929, 930, 952, 977, 968. 
Like this is basically the eagle we've been yep. watching all season long. And like you said, like Rantanen, he's played well for what I guess his expectations have been. Yeah, he's a backup goalie. He's a 1B, I should say. Yeah. And like if Carolina can't get anything going on the road, which is keeps happening. Mm -hmm. How? Yeah. Like, how are they going to overcome this series? Like, I I would agree with you. I think the Rangers are like leading this one. Like they they'll probably take a game in Carolina because, yeah, so it's the best of three now Two in Carolina. Yeah. Like the. Like, would you be shocked if the Rangers won the next two games? Or do you think it's no. going seven? I think they could. I think the my pick to start the series was Rangers in six. So I, I'm mm. going to stand by it. Game five, you can parlay Rangers to win and under six and a half goals plus two twenty five in a same game parlay. That's pretty good. Yeah, like the unders not be, uh, the unders been hurting a lot too. Every single game. Yeah, like they've shifted it now. The over under is it like, and I was on the over earlier in this series because I was like. Hey, Hitting six to seven for the Canes, yeah. hitting seven to seven for the Rangers in round one. The offenses will keep going. They haven't, um, but it's now dropped. It was like six and a half earlier, then it went to six, then to five and a half. Now it's at five. Do you think? I've been, I did this a little bit with Tampa in the first round, which we'll get to in a minute. I might jump on puck lines more often now because of the empty net factor. Yeah. Like I don't even have a stat in front of me that proves what it could be, but I just feel like there's a lot more games that are being won by two or more. Well, let's go through it. Empty net. So yesterday on Tuesday, Rangers four, one Oilers five, three Oilers got the empty netter night before that Tampa got the empty netter two nothing. The Avs got an empty netter one by three still. So now you're looking three of the last four games have had an empty net goal. Yeah. Lightning covered Rangers covered on Sunday back on Saturday. Avs covered. Friday, Kane's empty netter. Oilers win 5-3 as well. And uh, was that an empty netter? No, it wasn't. Um, Still, two more covers. You go back to Thursday. It was a one-goal win for the Lightning. So there's... Which they won in like the last six seconds. But still, it ticked the other way. But the Blues covered. Wednesday, Kane's did not cover. Flames did. So, yeah. And and then the game ones in this series, Lightning covered. Avs won that one in OT. So you're right. If you're going to bet on a team to win right now, and you could always just do the split, right? So let's mm-hmm. say, like, I do, like, let's go tonight. Let's take the abs. The value, actually, no, they're probably a bad example of this strategy just because the value is not really there. So we will go Rangers. You go Rangers money line plus 125. It's a great spot to flip the puck line around, actually, because then you're getting them at plus 330 on the puck line. So for the simplicity of the math, you throw 10 bucks on the Rangers. You're, let's go 20 bucks on the Rangers plus 125. You're profiting 25 bucks if they win. Okay, that's good. Then just go throw a little half that unit. So throw a unit on the Rangers to win, half a unit on the Rangers to cover the puck line. All of a sudden, if they're covering that, you're flipping $30 based on just the math I'm doing in my head into 58. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't cover, you're still going to be profiting $15 off your $30 bet because you got that 25 because they're underdogs on the money line. Yeah. I think that's an interesting little idea. So yeah, like basically the only games that aren't going aren't hit another game yeah. to go to overtime and like the Tampa game and the Tampa game was weird should have probably yeah. gone to overtime so yeah and maybe the maybe the puck lines a spot here yeah as long as you pick the right team then you're good yeah <laughs> uh the series that could wrap up tonight is St. Louis Colorado um do you have you have no faith in your blues they're 17 to 1 to come back and win this series Liam <laughs> I am out on the blues but I was very optimistic after game two hmm? but then Bennington got hurt Huso has not looked good. No, he hasn't. And like in the start of game 
what what game are they on now? Game five. So start of game four, he was at, I think he made like 15 saves or something like that in the first, yeah. maybe a little bit more. Like, so, okay, it's a bit promising. And then, yeah, just they just don't have it. And it's crazy because they've done such a good job uh, stopping McCarr and McKinnon. Like that Ryan O'Reilly line has been unreal, but they just aren't getting anything else. And last game, they were too concentrated on Kadri. Like, yeah. sure, get your punches in early. Do what you want to do. But well, you can't get distracted can't in the just, playoffs, yeah, right? Like, like even on that goal, Kadri scored and Peronda's a little flyby trying to nail so him. Like, stupid. so unnecessary. Like, yeah. win the fucking game, David Peron. Yeah, and I think the refs did a good job because they both got pulled on that one, right? Yeah. Like Peron and ba- was it Barbashev or Bushnevich? Whoever it was. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. But yeah, like you're literally costing your team games yeah. because you want to go and hit a guy that hit your goalie because somebody else on your team hit him into the goalie. Yeah. Like just so unnecessary. But yeah, like I think the Blues have done tonight. I might even do <sighs> an alternate puck line and go so, by three. Here and I don't I don't hate that in an elimination game because yeah. the goalie gets yanked yes. in extra time, right? Like teams are aggressive at the end of their season. The reason I am nervous about they're the reason I don't want the abs to win. I have them minus one and a half on the series. Okay. okay. So you have one game left to for them I got lose. a game of wiggle yeah, room. So yeah. the reason I'm rooting for the blues tonight is because I took McKinnon over 27 and a half shots in the series. <laughs> and he is sitting, he had eight in game one. And I was like, lock. Didn't he have like, one or something? He, well, he went eight, three, two, four. So he's sitting at 17. So I need him to get 11 shots in this series. He could okay. very well have another game where he goes six or seven. That's kind of, yeah. yeah, that's his thing. But there's no way he gets 11 for me in a winning effort tonight. He has had 12 once this season. In a winning effort. That's I, interesting. And he had 14 in a winning effort. I'm just looking here because I was curious. Every time McKinnon has hit double digits in shots, the abs have won. Yeah, Ele- 14, 12, and 11. Yeah. Are his just, season just looking through that. In yeah. the playoffs so far, he's gone he six, eight, six. Oh my God, this is insane. I'll start from the top again. <laughs> six, eight, six, nine, eight. And then three, two, four. I think it's. Sometimes when I look through, I just laugh at some of the bets being like, that's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. I would never hear that. Like the McDavid one, which we talked about off air a couple of days ago, like for his shot prop, which was three and a half, it was minus 220. It's not. And it's like, okay, well, not doing that one. Yeah. Um, McKinnon's shot prop was four and a half and it was minus 190. Like, and yeah. it's like, that is so ridiculous. Tonight, it's four and a half minus 143. Like, that's crazy. So crazy, yeah. Like, that's just, it's just funny that, like, he hits it so consistently, which he actually hasn't in the last three games, funnily enough, um, that they, the Bucks have to wait. Wow, we're losing so much money on this that we're just going to do an absurd number. Basically, make it pointless to bet on. Yeah. Unless you want to bet the under, which the last three games have hit. (laughs) Kind of. Uh, Yeah. Should we talk about? I just want to go back to the McDavid thing really quickly. Oh, wait. So, no, sorry. Uh, one more thing on the app series before we move on. I also have McKinnon over three and a half goals. So I probably need two games for him to hit that unless he just goes off tonight. I'll need like a two goal yeah. effort in the losing effort and then a two goal series clinching effort. Highly doubt it's going to happen. I have McCarr over six points. He only has two. So like maybe he puts up four tonight and I get a push, but not looking likely. He's so hurt, he's hurt, right? Or like knocked or something? I don't know. I thought I heard something about that. He's not been the same. Yeah. That's for sure. But quick, just quickly on McDavid. I know we already spoke about the Oilers, but if you're one of those people that has been betting on McDavid to get a point and a half, and right now, like we said, like the odds yeah. have just been kind of stupid. Like it's kind of unnecessary to bet on him. Just bet on Drysaddle. 
Last two games, yep. in game three, I got him at plus 140 to get over two points. Hit. And last night, I think it was either plus 120 or plus 110. And it hit again. Like he's, he's, he actually has more points than McDavid in this series. And nobody's talking about it, how he, how well he's been doing. And the Buckies just keep giving it plus odds. So you may as well keep hitting it. This from Jack Michaels, Leon Dreisaitl becomes the first player in Stanley Cup playoff history with four consecutive three-point games. Unbelievable. And he also broke that record or maybe tied it in game three. He broke it it with four assists in the same period. Yep. One guy, though. (laughs) Yeah, one one man team. But yeah, you're right. Like It was insane for game three when McDavid was minus 167 to go over a point and a half Mm -hmm. and Dreisler was like plus 135. Yeah. And it was like, okay, they're playing on the same line. If McDavid does it, chances are Dreisler probably gets it. And if you can get like alternate points too, maybe even Kane. Yeah. They had two goals last night. He's he's benefiting a ton from playing with those guys. Yep. So that's what I would do. Like if you don't want to bet on McDavid, just still Mm -hmm. bet on McDavid, but just do other different guys on his line. It's the same difference. Uh, Okay. The last series is the one that's over. So one of the bets that we were very excited about this part, because bag milk did it too. Um, No sweeps and Florida Tampa over five and a half games. Cause we were all like, Florida Tampa's going the distance. That's a deep series. I bet on it to go exactly seven. I also bet Edmonton Calgary to go seven. Probably not happening. I I didn't. I bet on Tampa to win. I know you thought Tampa was uh, going <laughs> to handle them. But yeah, like what a weird series. Like Florida, maybe we should have known it a little more just the way they played against Washington, but it almost felt like they got a bit of a groove in those last two yeah. games when they finished it off. They had their scare and they're good. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. It's like, yeah. okay, like they're, they're not a young team. They're a bit inexperienced, I think it's fair to say. Like Hubido and Barkoff, this is the first time they've been to the second round. Yeah. Like Jumbo Joe doesn't really play Claude Giroux. I guess, did he go to the finals with Philly in 2010? Was he around then? I might've been, but not like a major factor on the team. So either way, like not a ton of experience off the top of my head, but the fact they got swept, does it show how good Tampa Bay is or how, how bad Florida was? I think it's both. I mean, like Tampa was missing Braden Point. Yeah. And when you get swept, as much as it's a statement from Tampa that like they're not going to get thrown around, all that stuff, they're a tough out. There's a little bit of this that's like, you gave up a pick for Giroux, you gave up a pick for Sherratt, you loaded up, yeah. you had this historic offense, and you scored three goals in four games. One power play. Cool. One power what, play. What, what was it? One for 26 or something like that in the whole playoffs? Fucking terrible. Horrendous. So bad. I, it, no, we, we, let's keep going. At least we kind atrocious. of atrocious. atrocious. I can't think of any more. Really bad. A dumpster fire. Oh, a big dumpster fire. <laughs> it like dumped you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just don't get it. And like I watched in game three which was the game they probably should have won or deserved to win. Mm. Their power play was buzzing. Pucks squeaking through the crease and like all this shit going on. They just couldn't find the back of the net. Um, but that's just like, as much as it's like, yeah, Tampa's a wagon. And I mean, like Zach's talking, talk, talked about how he got him at 11 to one to win the cup. Yeah, the playoffs. I should have hit that too. I know. I well, I, yeah. Cause you look back on it now and it's one of those things that, like I picked Florida to win the series in seven. Cause I was like, Oh, like Tampa's going to run out of gas eventually. Yeah. And then they don't. And you're like, Oh wow. I'm a dipshit. Like how did I not see that coming? I, I had, so my bracket on the points bet challenge bracket yeah. that we did, my final was Minnesota, which oh. didn't work. Yeah, that didn't happen. And um, 
Tampa to win. Okay. I thought Tampa was going to win. And I bound them to win both series so far. And I just, I'm kicking myself a little bit because I should have bet them to win yeah. the cup just because I made that prediction so. to them. Mm-hmm. There's still pretty good odds to win. Like the plus 225, I think is the last time. Yeah, plus 225 yeah. of the Avs is a favorite than Carolina, Edmonton, Rangers, Flames, Blues. Would you hit that at this point or do you want more value? Uh, I think I, I think they're, if you think someone's going to win right now, just looking at these, you could probably do good enough just betting on them to win the next series. Maybe you get greedy, bet on them to win it six or something, and then bet on them to win the cup final. Right. If they play Carolina, do you think they'll be the underdogs? Tampa? Yeah. No, they'll be favorites. You think so? I bet you they'll be like minus 160 to win the series. I bet you they'll be big favorites. Big favorites? Yeah. Like minus 160, minus 170. Okay. I actually think. They'll give Carolina the edge. No, I just Tampa just ruled Florida, and Florida's probably better yeah. than Carolina. No, I I would agree, but I just think that home ice might play a factor in it. So then, I, then maybe it's like minus one thirty, minus one forty. I can't see a scenario where you're getting Tampa opening that series at plus odds. I don't know. I think the first two was kind of surprising. They got plus odds, like the Toronto one. I think. You know, I Toronto guess, one made sense because yeah. public money and all that. Yeah, the Florida, Florida one maybe didn't make sense in hindsight. Yeah, but again, Florida was such a good team in the regular season that you were like, yeah. And I, I, and the reason I think it too is because sometimes I just don't think everyone's looking at what's actually happening. Like, like you said, like Florida was surprising that they were the favorite. I can't remember what I got Tampa at, maybe like plus one sixty or something like that to win the series. Mm-hmm. Florida struggled against Washington and I wouldn't say Tampa struggled against Toronto. I just think Toronto's good and they matched up well against him. Yeah. He could have gone either way, which is why it made me leads me to believe that I think Tampa could again be an underdog going into the conference final. Mm. As I say that they are the second highest favorites to win the Stanley cups. So and yeah. maybe that doesn't make any sense at all, but you never know. Can I share with you uh, while we're talking Stanley Cup odds, a scenario I'm currently staring down? Yes. February 11th, the Edmonton Oilers fire Dave Tippett. Or February 10th. Mm. February 11th, they win. They win on the 14th, 15th, and 17th as well. So they have 4-0 when Jay Woodcroft took over. I went and looked and I saw them at 40-1 to to win the Stanley Cup. And I said, that narrative makes sense, right? The team who fires a coach and goes on a run. Yeah. I believe just looking at when I would have placed this bet and the time of day it was, probably had a few beers in me. And I said, screw it. The last 20 bucks I have in my account after my night of betting, I was like, threw 20 bucks on the Oilers to win the cup. Pays out $820. What's the cash out you would need to take that in? Probably 400 upwards. Really? I think so. I think as you get this far, like if they get to the conference final. So that's the thing too. Like how far do you think they'll go? Like, I don't know if Colorado. So and Frank <laughs> brought up this point on the daily face off yes. show today, not to get too far ahead of ourselves. But he said, Colorado hasn't played a team with a good goalie. yet. Mm-hmm. Bennington got hurt. Soros was hurt. Soros was hurt. If Edmonton has a good goalie in Mike Smith, which Jesus, they just might. And Edmonton has played well against Colorado. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't get so ahead of ourselves, but also Edmonton's yeah. doing this right now to a very good goalie in Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. Is he's a Vezna final? Yeah, right? yes. Yeah. So there's not a big reason to believe that Edmonton can't go on to yeah. the Stanley Cup final. However, I if Edmonton makes the conference final and I had at like a plus 400, I wouldn't be kicking myself if you cashed it. I cashed it and they won because you bet 20 bucks and won 400. 
Yeah. So if you bet 20 on them now, you'd get 120. So we're talking about a $700 difference between yes. the value of when I got it and what it's at now. Well, so I think, yeah, you're right. I'd probably want four to 500 bucks. I wonder when it would get to that point where it's like, so you, sorry, you said it's 175 to cash out right now. I, they're not giving me a cash out option. Oh, right now, actually. okay. I think they would have to go up in the Western Conference finals to get a cash out like that, though. Or maybe a game or two. Yeah, it'd have to be like one one. They'd have to like yeah, steal one yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. And then for you to get that really because they obviously probably don't want uh they might want me to cash it out. Yeah, maybe. I want you to cash it out if it gets that good. Yeah, and I and I would probably consider it at this point. Um, the other futures bet. I did nail one of my series bets, by the way. Ice cold on a lot of this shit, but I nailed the Vander Kane to score at least three goals. Oh yeah. feels good to get that one. Hey, did you do the Kachuk? No, I didn't. I should have. It's um, I got a first, not a Hattie in the I first know, game. I think was, everyone was a bit sweating after that. Yeah. Like, God damn. Um, I had a good night betting yesterday because also finally my patience with the Toronto Blue Jays paid off. Nice. Um, I've been betting on this team a lot recently. And last night I did Jake. I parlayed Jays to win and score over four and a half runs. Plus 163 nailed it. Gosman over five and a half Ks. He got eight nailed it. Minus 111. Vladdy over one and a half bases. Plus 120 nailed it. Finally, vindication. And I'm saying right now, if when you look at the Toronto Blue Jays, and I'm going to do a Jays pod later today, BJ and radio with Coombsy. This team is going to start producing runs right away. The lines will not start shifting yet. I am saying big four gamer coming up against Yelly Angels out on the coast. I think start betting their team total over. I think it'll start to hit. What their bats will usually, get going. What does it usually come in at? Like four and a four half? Four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Four and a half, four. Somewhere in that range. Don't you don't even have to parlay it with them to win. Fuck it. Just start Just betting their team now. total over. I'm telling you. Because they've been relatively yep. cold, right? Yep. Yeah. Very cold. Struggling to score offensively. Before scoring eight against the Cardinals, it was three, two, three, two, one, three, six, zero. Hmm. How's like, the um Alex Manoa strikeouts been? Because that's one like I always oh, Alec, massive okay. baseball guy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been good. Uh, him and Gosman have like been fairly consistent with it. I want to say because that's the one when I re- I hit Blue Jays bats when we're here and watching yeah, yeah, the games. And typically, it's Alex Manoa that's been pitching. Alec, Alec, Mister <laughs> Manoa. There you go. <laughs> and those are the ones I hit, and it yeah. looks like he was hitting quite consistently. And in the last few, it's kind of dropped off a bit. Yeah, yeah. but maybe that's good. Maybe it'll drop down his strikeout. Yeah, the Angels are good though. Like it is a tough series coming up for the Jays here, but I just think their bats will start to wake up to go Angels, White Sox, Twins are the next three series. So tough, but I think their bats are good enough to start hitting this over. All right. Um, tonight, Avs and Blues. What are you feeling good, sir? Or do you have a play for the NBA? Because uh, Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're a Celtics fan. What I do you feel? Celtics fan. It's been a weird series. I know because the team has gone up big and then the game just kind of gone away. Stick the over two or four. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might not be a bad bet. I do think the Celtics could take it tonight. Though. Yeah. Two, two series. I'm going to go with Celtics spread. Like I haven't caught a ton of this series, but the moments I have caught, yeah, I would go with that. Like Celtics had a pretty good win the other night. One or two 82. And then when they won in Miami, on game two, 127 to 102. Yeah. So the over has been hitting pretty well. Well, yeah. Let's look. So they've had at least, they've hit 202 points in three of the four. 
So I don't hate that. And maybe we tease it down a little bit, like take it at 201 and a half, get those extra couple points of value or mm-hmm. get it back. And then why not parlay that with over five goals in Colorado, St. Louis? And that pays out plus 119. It's pretty good. If you want to do like stay within the game, you can do over 204. Yeah. And just Celtics on the money line is my is plus 227. Or Celt- uh, Miami on the money line with mm-hmm. the total is plus 320. All right. So All whichever way you think you go, I think the over hits. Yeah. Pretty good over. Um, so yeah, that's where I would go for that one. How are we going to do our BLT sandwich? Today? I don't know. I was thinking something along those lines, but what do you like tonight? What do you like tonight? I'm going to go with Colorado to win. I think um, I will. Straight up money line? No, minus 250 is not going to be good enough. Oh, yeah. is this for the sandwich of my yeah, own? Sandwich, sandwich, okay, maybe sandwich. I'll go. I'll go puck line them for the sandwich. Okay. Then I will. Uh, Ah, see, and I, and I don't want them to win, but that's not the way a sandwich works. So Avs puck line minus one and a half, and then same game parlaying this bad boy with a Nathan McKinnon goal. Okay. Plus 225. He's got to score eventually. Got to score eventually. You'd have to imagine it's like, I mean, if he's going to do it anytime. Yeah. No, tonight would be a good one. Yeah. All right. There we go. McKinnon to score. Abs minus one and a half. Same game parlay at plus 225. Uh, shout out to our friends at Points by Canada. Tons yes. of great stuff. McKenna's magic picks have been hitting pretty consistently. Very well. Yeah. So follow Mike McKenna, follow Daily Face Off, and uh, stay up to date with those. And uh, we'll be back. Maybe we'll probably set up round three. So we'll do a pod when round two is done. Which Tuesday? I guess I might even fill in Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. It might. All right. Okay. There you go. Thanks for tuning into episode six of BLT Bets. Shout out to our boy, Bag Milk. We miss you. Um, that'll be it for episode six. Enjoy your week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.